Hi everyone and welcome to Obsessed. Ooh, guess who that is? It's Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who that is? Who is it's it? It's the one and only Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> we like to spice things up a little bit. Yes, we always do. Um, but yeah, so we're back for another mini-sode. Um, and Ari's going to introduce it because she brought it up yes. to me, <laughs> this topic. <laughs> Yes, so I've been craving a conversation around um, the 90s and early 1000s coming back, and I'm just so excited to dive in because I feel like this year, 2022 especially, has just like popped off immediately with all of the things that Jeff, myself, our other millennials and 90s babies have grown up with. And I personally am very happy about it. So, yeah. I know, me too. And I feel like, I mean, the yeah, like the 90s was such a powerful decade in music, in fashion, in entertainment, you know, like TV, movies. And we're seeing like a massive resurgence in, in everything from that decade. And it exactly it, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> like Ari and I live no, for this. Truly. Like, the amount of like nineties bar crawls Ari and I have been on. I think we were on like one nineties bar crawl. But still we went on one. <laughs> we like anytime there's a nineties like pop music dance party, Ari and I will be there whipping our hair back and forth, getting whiplash. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, we still listen to the music all the time. I have, like, two fabulous playlists. Jeff has, I'm sure, a million um, that we have made and listened to at every pregame, every party. Um, We personally never want to escape that time in our lives. But what I think is really, really, really fun is that it's not just the 90s, early 1000s fashion, but it's the content, it's the references, it's the shows around it, it's it's everything. And my like thought process with this was one, of course, excitement, um, but also I feel like it's so fun to experience this at our age when we have like the choice to to uh, choose whether or not we participate with something that we um, already did growing up. And we didn't really have the choice because that was, like, the only stuff to buy. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, that, that was the culture you're, like, then. That was the culture. Like, those were the only clothes. Those were the only <laughs> types of pants, the only ways that you um, would do your hair. Because, again, you're you're growing up, and it's middle school, and it's high school. These are critical times where, of course, you absolutely could um, explore on your own and experiment. But... You're so young that you want to, like, fit in whether or not you realize that at the time. So we didn't have that much of a choice, um, and we weren't even, like, buying our own stuff. It was shopping with our parents. So now I feel like it's really fun for all of this to come back stylistically and be 30 and get to, like... Honestly, for me, relive my childhood in the way that I ideally would have liked, but didn't at the time. Right. Because now it's like in- just, intentional, and like we're exactly. we're doing because it, it makes us happy, and we it's a it's a an expression of of who we are and where we came exactly. from. Exactly. 
Right. And I, I just like love all of it. Like everything from, um, butterfly clips, which I have, have not purchased yet only because I can't like realistically <laughs> find a, a place for me to, to plop them in, but they're so freaking cute. I love that people are doing that. Um, the like spiky headbands that were also torture devices are coming back that I will not be participating in because I literally have PTSD from them. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. Too. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, um, the low rise jeans are back. Also won't be participating in them because they don't work in my body type, but those are back. Like the funky, sheer, um, like colorful tops, the, uh, the, the space buns, glitter, like bright colors. Um, all of it is, oh, flare jeans. Um, even flip phones, like fucking flip phones are back. Of course, not I, the Nokia's that we knew, Jeff, but I know. like well, an Android I, flip phone exists. There was nothing more satisfying than the sound of like the flip <laughs> flip phone closing. And I'm just like, wait, I know iPhone will come out with one because like iPhone follows the trends. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and like Samsung just released one. I know like, I, don't, I think Google has a flip phone, but like I cannot wait to get another flip phone. Oh, I see. Like, I just want to hang up on someone. I'm going to create drama so I can just aggressively flip my phone close. And that's it. I'm not I'm not right. actually pressing a button to hang up. I'm fucking slamming the phone. Oh, my God. Also, and, and also just, like, popping it open, like, with your thumb, like, when you answer when you answer yes. a call. Oh, my gosh. But Oh, my God. Yeah, the, like, so. The serotonin from that alone. Yeah, and, like, we've, we kind of touched, uh, touched on this, like, when we were talking about our disco episode about how, like, I think the the pandemic, like obviously the entire world was thrown into like a pit of uncertainty. So we were just like grasping at anything that made us feel comf- comfortable. And like for us, like the 90s and like even like a little bit of the, the 80s too. Because like I've gotten like really into like vinyl and stuff and like just kind of going back to simpler times. Like whether it's through music, like movies, fashion, it definitely brought a, a sense of comfort during these like super crazy, uncertain, tumultuous times, you know? Um, yes. Yes. And yeah, I agree. And it really was a time of like self expression. And for a lot of people, um, like it, that time and a lot of like singers and um, actors, especially females like pave the way for others to um to not have to fit the mold of like the Paris Hilton girly girl like Alanis Morissette who I love so much um Gwen Stefani from No Doubt all of these like grungy quote-unquote women um who you know didn't wear a shit ton of makeup didn't have to uh dress in any specific way or like live their life like that right. um, wore looser fit clothing um, hung out with a lot of guys and wrote like really raw um, vulnerable lyrics were just kind of out there doing their thing and this was this was a really powerful time for that and they paved the way for a lot of other um, women especially to feel comfortable doing that so that's what I a, a lot of like what I loved growing up as well and I'm just happy that uh, we're kind of like honoring it and even speaking of Alanis Morissette um, I mean we had the the Broadway show Jack a Little Pill so that's like an awesome example of this time period both being honored but like kind of coming back because they're resurfacing all this amazing music that Alanis wrote when she was like 16 for 
young adults now uh, and teenagers to to hear for the first time. Honestly, I'm sure a lot of them were like, oh, I only know that one song. I didn't even know what it was about. And speaking of music, and I was actually just thinking about this before we started recording. So, like, for me, and I think for, I think most people can agree with this, like, the the 90s started coming back into my, like, musical rotation, like, all my playlists, all, all of that, like, when Spotify and, like, streaming services came out. Because then we mm-hmm. were, because we weren't playing CDs back in, what, 2012, 2013. So, like, once Spotify came back, like, we were able to listen to all this music that we grew up with, like Britney, Christina, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Alanis Morissette, Gwen Stefani, <laughs> all of these. Yeah. Like, we were able to listen to them as adults, like, out at at bars, at pre-games, and all of this. And, like, it just really just showed how, like, timeless that music is. And, like, yeah, we liked it when we were kids, but as adults, it still brings so much joy and just, like, this feeling of, like... not having a care in the world. It it was just, like, fun, like, bubblegum pop music. And and I really think streaming kind of helped, like, revive all of that. Because, like... Through you know all throughout high school, like I wasn't listening to it. Like we would we would have to buy songs on iTunes, and we weren't gonna like buy songs that we listened to when we were kids. You know. <laughs> um, yes, that's such a good point, Jeff. Like how uh, critical, um, crucial rather, streaming is to this resurgence um, of this time, and just I'm I'm sure even. Uh, older uh, generations feel that way as well. For sure, if they're, if yeah. they're on streaming services. Right. But, um, <laughs> but it's true because if, if you think about it, even the like concept of playlist didn't really become a thing until streaming popped off. Because what we were doing when we were younger, like I was the resident DJ always. Um, oh, but of course. Stuff, and, <laughs> oh, oh, but of course. There's no surprise there. Um, and like would just put my iPod on shuffle, plug that into the aux. Or we would we would make CDs for each other, but the whole concept of playlists like didn't exist because we didn't really have a mechanism to create them. We were just constantly either listening by artist, album, or on shuffle, like random songs. Your entire sixteen thousand song library was just on shuffle. So what Spotify did, and I guess I'll include Apple Music, even though Oof. I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, what they did was allow for us to bucket all of this um, in such a like nice way and it really is like the most fucking fun thing like when I discover a song that was so deep deep in my like subconscious that I literally didn't think I would ever hear again when I discover that I it brings you right back it yep. brings you right back. You like remember exactly where you were when you first heard that song, who you were with, and you're just like, I didn't think I could feel this way again. Yeah, and it's like it's such a magical moment. I remember like specifically, I found this like '90s playlist a couple of years ago. I was on like a road trip, and you know, you know Hoku, that like pop star from like the '90s. Oh, do like, I know? It's the perfect. Yeah, but. There, this random song came on, and it's by it was by Hoku, and it's like that's all right, that's okay. You never okay. love me anyway, and like the second I heard that chorus, I was like Snow Day, that movie Snow Day from 1999. Snow like Day. it brought me right back, and I was like, oh my gosh! And then when you you know go to the Spotify radio for like that specific song, it starts like curating this playlist of all these songs from like these almost random movies and stuff when we were kids, and like it just brings you back to that time and. 
it, I just, I don't know, I, I've, it just brought me to, like, a new level of, like, existence. <laughs> I, I love so it dumb. so much, and I mean, yes, I deal with this on a daily basis as well, and it's the, it's the, sometimes the only thing that brings me joy. <laughs> so, <laughs> nostalgia. And I'm like, oh, that's great, I'm stuck in the past, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but what I also just want to comment on in terms of, like, content, shows and movies and things like that is, um, the... The How I Met Your Father new show, of course, starring our favorite Hillary Duff. Wait, did you did you watch um, it? I watched it. Did you watch yes, it? Yes, I watched the. Well, I think only I, first, I watched the first two episodes. Is that? Yeah, they're only two episodes. Okay. All right. What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, I loved it. Like <laughs> so cheesy. It's so, but it's so bad, but so good. <laughs> It's so bad, but it's so good. But literally, the reason it's so good is because it gives you all of that. This is literally, and let me know if you agree, this is literally the Lizzie McGuire reboot we were promised but never got. Because her character is what older Lizzie would be like. And she literally wears... The clothes, a, a, a little bit more modern version of what Lizzie wore back in the show, and that's the whole thing, topic that we're, we're discussing. Honestly. The whole early 90s, early 1000s. Like, that's how she dresses her character, and I'm like, oh my god, this is Lizzie McGuire, finally, um, just kind of under a different um, brand, and it's fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I like, it's kind of a missed opportunity. Like, they could have easily named her Elizabeth. Elizabeth, or like you know, Lizzie being the nickname, and mm-hmm. subtly like put that in there just to give us what we have been wanting for so long now. Because like Disney canceled the Lizzie McGuire reboot that we were supposed to get. So if like the How I Met Your Father team just like subtly named her after Lizzie from Lizzie McGuire, like that would have been amazing. And like one of the guys she goes on dates with is like Gordo or something. Like that would have been so perfect. That would have been so good. It would have been like such a good like fuck you to to the uh, to Disney who didn't want to make that show. But for me, all I needed were the space buns and that like blue, purpley, green sheer top to be like, yeah, that's my Lizzie McGuire. Thank you. There she is. Thank you. There she is. Um, but anyway, that show I love, and like I'm obsessed with Euphoria, which I'm sure most of the world is. If you're not watching Euphoria, like truly, you should be questioning things. I know I'm not on season um, you season two, but it's I it, I need to be in like a certain headspace to watch it. But uh, agree, totally it's heavy. Yes, it is. It's heavy, but like I'm watching it. And I'm like I love this show so much. But it's just, you know, it's a modern Degrassi. Like, what was the equivalent for us? Degrassi, the the, the show that kind of, like, pushed the envelope. The show that had, like, school uh, shootings and a lot of drugs and friends stabbing other friends and people died and there were thongs that were worn and shown at all times. Like, it, there was a lot of sex. That was our show. Yeah. That was like, oh, my God. And then also Skins. Yeah, um, oh, my gosh. So I love that. I love that this, like... I don't think it'll ever leave, right? Because something needs to exist for um, for uh, teenagers and our age group. Um, but it really is just the same uh, type of show with a different 
cast and and more involved, heavier topics. Right. Um, and I, I love it so much. And I just saw, um, I know you and I have talked off offline a lot about this, but um, I just saw the new Scream movie. And, like, Scream is, is by far the best horror movie that, that we got out of the 90s. And the new one that just came out, there had so many references and callbacks to the 90s because that that's what people want. They, they want these references that bring them back to their childhood when they were watching these rated R movies, <laughs> um, you know, that they, yes. they like they snuck into or something. So I don't know. It, it, it definitely was an era that I'm so happy just like keeps coming back and like, and everyone knows it like films, TVs, songs, they're all taking elements from the nineties and they're like, this is what people want. This is what brings people joy. And yep. It's here to yeah. stay, at least for now. <laughs> I love it. And literally the last thing I will say is, like, the reason I really, really love it so much is because I feel like even though we're not, even though Gen Z, of course, is popping off and has their own trends and things like that, and we're the little older generation, I feel like this time is truly catering to us where we can recognize what's happening and we're actually being the ones who are catered to but it's hidden under um like gen z yes does that make sense yes like we're the ones it's 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 for us and younger but we're the ones that are going to actually appreciate it and actually have our own money um because we've been working for a few years to spend it on this so it's totally like a capitalist move oh, knowing 1000%. that we're like <laughs> the most nostalgic group of people and also now have our own money and right. i'm I'm, that's the only time I'll thank uh, trends and and uh, that's the only place I'll give my money to because I'm like, you know what? I actually feel like I'm being catered to and like we're the ones in on the joke and others aren't. They just think that they're like new trends for them. And I'm like, yes, think that. I love that you love it. Like, please continue. But really, it's for us. Yeah, no, 1000% because Sam actually just bought and this is kind of on the same topic, but Sam just bought one of those like puffy North faces that. Oh, me too. I literally bought a puffer jacket like a month ago. And I was like, I feel so comfortable back in a puffer jacket. Yeah. And those were extremely popular back in the nineties. And then that started to like dwindle as like micro fabric started coming out. So you don't need the, the giant puffy jackets, but now puffers are back in and it's like it's just funny how it's kind of like a, a, a cyclical thing. Like all these trends are coming mm-hmm. back, and like like high socks. Like I remember growing up, like if you had hot, like socks above your ankles, like that was considered uncool. Like all the cool kids were wearing like low cut socks, and then now like high socks are back in. Like I'm wearing socks almost up to my knees up to the gym. Like and yeah, I don't know. It just all these things that I was like not not even embarrassed about, but like just. I don't know. I'm able to live so much more comfortable now knowing that like things that I grew up with are still in fashion and like are are, like, I don't know, very trendy. Um, Exactly. And it's funny because we then look like we're participating in a younger trend to the younger people. And we're like 30 and they're like, okay, like why are you dressed like you're 22? And it's like, well, actually like this is, these are clothes that we grew up with yeah, that so are like, back, you, you and now we saw can cherry TikTok. pick. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. now we can cherry pick the ones that we actually like and buy them for ourselves. Um, but I do, like, 
love so much that um, everyone is like benefiting and obsessed with with these new trends, new quote unquote new trends. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like this. I, there was like no better time in my life I could see where I would love for the '90s and early thousands to come back than now. Because right. I'm like, yes. Well, I feel like we all really, really, really need it. Like you said earlier, and I'm so happy. Oh, the actual last thing I will say is that that um, when we were young tour that's happening in Vegas. That show. Have you seen that, Jeff? No. What? What? It, who? What? So, so there's a, a show that was just posted on Instagram literally like two days ago, um, and it's this insane tour in um, not even a tour, sorry, it's one night in Vegas, and they have Paramore, My Chemical Romance, Senses Fail, um, Girls Like Boys, uh, every band, oh every um, every like emo pop punk band that we grew up with is performing at this and it's so expensive and it's just one night and I can't go because it's my friend's wedding and I was like wait this is just warp tour like this is warp yes, tour I know all, all <laughs> they know that we will spend an arm and a leg to relive all of this so they're like also, you know what 500 bucks a head go for it you guys that's got money honestly not that bad I, for that lineup but also, I I think Ari, you and I should do an episode on pop punk because like that's coming back. Like Olivia, yes. Olivia Olivia Rodrigo, I I thank her for the revival. But Avril Lavigne's about to drop a punk album like next month, and I think like it's going to start this new trend of like all like like boy bands like girls like boys and My Chemical Romance and you know Good Charlotte. I hope all these bands start coming back or like similar bands because. That was also very, like, angst. No, I think that was, like, more, like, early 2000s. Not really so much 90s. Um, mm-hmm. But that was another time where, like, I think we, we need that music again in our life. Yes, because everyone's pissed off. Because the world is not great right now. Yes. And we need angsty music to express ourselves. 1,000%. And I'm so yeah. fucking happy. And I love Avril's new stuff. And it's because she's uh, under Travis Barker's label. Yes. I know, which is a good So move. we could just thank Travis Barker so much for everything. Love you, and I actually love you and <laughs> um, Courtney. Um, but anyway, we're really happy, Jeff and I. And if you see us and think we're dressed like 21-year-olds, you're wrong. They're dressed like us. We're 30 bitches, almost. <laughs> we're 30, and I don't care what anyone thinks about what I'm wearing. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love, love this. you guys. Um, but okay, yeah. So we'll be back. I'm sure we'll have plenty of more episodes about the '90s. Like we are literally obsessed. Obviously, like I mean, like duh. of course. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. There's so much to say. We just we don't have uh, enough time. No, not in a minute. Um, but um, okay, everyone. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. My foot fell asleep. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.